Boxing and Beth Page Black are on our minds as we begin this all-new week of Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent with John Rawl, and we'll get to those two topics at the start of the next hour. Welcome in. It's the show that's all about Dixie, and we are starting this new week with a clean slate. We're going to have a lot of good stuff all week. You do not want to miss out on it. We've got great country music news coming on Wednesday. We have a look at the SEC and ACC baseball tournaments coming up this week as college baseball enters the tournament time of year. Also, we'll have all kinds of good stuff from books to festivals and so much more barbecue coming your way on Tuesday. It's y'all talk with a Southern accent. We're just glad that you could take a little time to join us here. Coming up specifically on today's y'all show in hour two, Jerry Short's going to be coming by with his tales from Takapola. It is Memorial Day week, and Jerry's going to talk about his own father who served in World War II, and we'll also talk about the sacrifice of our great American heroes who gave their life for this great country. We'll discuss that in hour two. Plus, I got to talk to Jerry about boxing. As we told you, in hour two, we'll be talking a little boxing because there's a connection to Alabama. The heavyweight champion of the world is Deontay Wilder. He's from Tuscaloosa. He won again over the weekend, and I got to talk to Jerry about his counterpunch. Is he going to be able to take Wilder in the ring in the next time that uh, Wilder suits up. All that coming in hour two, plus we'll have the not only talk about Wilder winning the heavyweight title in Brooklyn over the weekend, but we'll talk about golf in hour two. Brooks Kepka gets the PGA Championship for the second year in a row. We'll have the report from Beth Page Black in Long Island of New York State. We'll have that. Plus, we'll have so much more. We'll look at the NHL, the NBA, and some college football news. All that coming up at the start of hour two hour one here later this hour we'll have hashtag hullabaloo in the next segment we'll have the y'all street business report some news broke at the end of last week i don't know if y'all are a representative of advocare maybe you know someone who is but they're redoing their entire system we'll tell you what that is and we also found an interview of a guy named ethan vanderbilt being a big critic of advocare and as we have our business spotlight we'll discuss what's going on with that company which is based out of texas plus we'll let you know about some good news on the georgia business front in our y'all street business report we start out this hour with a look at the headlines from across dixie and the mother of trayvon martin is going to run for the miami dade county commission sabrina fulton is entering the race where she'll look to be one of the 13 members of the Miami-Dade County, Florida Commission. She said in a statement over the weekend that she would continue working to end gun violence. She will challenge Miami Gardens Mayor Oliver Gilbert for the seat that is up for grabs in 2020 because of term limits. Running for office there in Miami, the mother of Trayvon Martin, which again was a huge name several years back when he was killed by George Zimmerman and that case went to trial and Zimmerman later acquitted on the grounds of self-defense, and that whole movement helped start the Black Lives Matter movement that was a big deal and maybe has thankfully kind of died down to some degree because a lot of this racial violence has died down, thankfully. We hope it will stay died down across our country still. We still have plenty of violence, but as far as the screaming headlines of someone being gunned down because purely of their race, we just don't see that quite as at least be a big national story like we were during the obama years now sadly we have had a lot of big stories of massacres 
and one of the worst that we've seen in recent history happened in Texas, in Sutherland Springs, Texas, and the church there in South Texas, it opened up a new chapter on Sunday as it unveiled a new sanctuary a year and a half after a gunman opened fire and killed more than two dozen congregants in the deadliest mass shooting in Texas's history. And they all gathered at the First Baptist Church in Sutherland Springs in this new sanctuary there. And we wish them well there, opening up after 18 months from the massacre that so many were killed and 25 people gunned down on November 5th of 2017. The authorities put the death toll at 26 because one of the victims was actually pregnant at the time. But life goes on, and we wish Southern Springs, the church there, all the best. The son of Arkansas Governor Asia Hutchinson was arrested over the weekend for a third DWI charge. William Asia Hutchinson III, the son of the governor, was arrested Saturday in Rogers, Arkansas, arrested on suspicion of driving while intoxicated after a traffic stop, and he was arrested and taken to the Benton County, Arkansas Sheriff's Office and held until he was sober. And he was previously booked into the Washington County Jail in Arkansas after being arrested for the following charges on May 28th of last year, I think, DWI speeding in violation of implied consent. But the adult son of the governor of Arkansas, William Asia Hutchison III, arrested in Rogers, I guess just because you're the son of the governor doesn't keep you from being arrested. And thankfully, he was arrested with a DWI charge, another one coming for the governor's son. Louisiana's governor is in the news. He is looking to break with the rest of his party over that state's potential bill coming forward to his desk about abortion. And Governor John Bell Edwards is looking to sign this law, just like the rest of these southern states and Missouri and Ohio have done. They've made a heartbeat bills, something along those lines, happen in recent weeks. And in Louisiana, Governor Edwards said that his role as a pro-life legislator has not changed. He said when he ran for governor, his view was the same. I'm as consistent as I can be on that point. And Louisiana's proposal, which has one final vote in the state house, would prohibit abortion after a fatal heartbeat is detected. That's similar to the laws in Kentucky, Mississippi, Georgia, and Ohio. And, of course, Alabama has gone further with their role. But this Democratic governor of Louisiana looking to perhaps sign in Louisiana a similar heartbeat bill, even though he's a Democrat in the state house, state senate, or Republican, this would be the first Democratic governor in the South that I'm aware of who would sign a similar heartbeat bill into law. Now, Alabama has been the subject of a lot of bad press since they pushed forward arguably the most extreme of these heartbeat bills over the weekend on Saturday Night Live. They were made fun of, and you are seeing celebrities now make plans to go to Alabama. If you thought Georgia was bad, now Alabama is the brunt of the liberal media, the liberals who are looking to go do things. And, of course, over the last few days, President Trump even weighed in, and he thought that the Alabama new law there may have gone a little too far because President Trump is in favor of abortions in terms of rape, incest, and the mother's life. Now, more news coming from Montgomery, as Alabama just might be the only state out there that doesn't have a lottery, thanks to Mississippi inching forward to a lottery soon and a plan which will allow voters in alabama to decide whether to set up a state lottery in the state has advanced to the house of representatives 
The House Economic Development and Tourism Committee approved a bill last week, and this they held a public hearing, and it did not end up going to vote. And it looks like they're going to get close, closer than maybe they ever have in Alabama to having a lottery going to the Education Trust Fund of the Heart of Dixie. The Alabama Constitution prohibits lotteries, so voters would have to approve a constitutional amendment to allow one. But it's first got to get through the legislature of Alabama, and that would require 63 votes in the House, three-fifths of its members, and ultimately Governor Kay Ivey would have to sign it into law to, I guess, go in front of the entire state, perhaps in the 2020 vote. You might see that. But Alabama trying to catch up with Mississippi and get on the lottery train. As we are getting closer and closer each day to the 75th anniversary of D-Day, June 6, a town in Virginia is remembering the high price paid on the day of days, June 6, 1944. Bedford, Virginia, that is in the Blue Ridge Mountains of the Commonwealth of Virginia. And there you'll find a museum which pays tribute to the 20 men from Bedford, Virginia, who were either from the town of Bedford or nearby, 20 men killed on June 6, 1944, as part of D-Day, and 19 died while trying to take Omaha Beach as the members of the Company A of the 116th Infantry Regiment. The 20th man from Bedford who died on D-Day was from a different company, but a, a terrible day there for that town in Virginia, and you can go there and see the memorial, the National D-Day Memorial, is designated there in Bedford. In 1996, Congress put a plot of land next to Bedford as the site of the National D-Day Memorial, a monument to more than 4,000 Allied troops who lost their lives in the battle. Of course, Bedford taking the brunt maybe more than any place on earth with that many, 20, dying on that one day. And remember, Virginia is where you had the Sullivan brothers who they were in the Navy in the early days of World War II, and they all went down early, I think, in 1942 on a ship. And that changed the rules, I know, of the Navy, where you couldn't be a family member, couldn't serve on the same boat. I think I'm right. Maybe they limited two, maybe, but not three. That's kind of the inspiration behind that movie Saving Private Ryan, where prior to the Sullivans and here Bedford, Virginia, People signed up going back to World War II and to Civil War days. People would sign up with their family members, friends, all in the same company, and you'd have so many get killed all at once. But I look forward to going to Bedford, Virginia, and checking out the National D-Day Museum at earliest opportunity. A woman in Georgia has opened a gender-neutral children's clothing store in the Kirkwood neighborhood of Atlanta. This is a children's unisex clothing store It's among the first of its kind. The store is called Mini Friday, and it sells clothes for children between the ages of 24 months and 8 years. And retailers have typically separated children's clothing into two categories, often having pink and purples for the girls and blues and grays for the boys. But this one is gender neutral, non-gender. And I think we're seeing this partly because of this whole gender deal for adults but i'm thinking as a guy who's had a young kid before especially and i only had one but what if you had more than one child and it gets expensive buying kids clothes and so i guess one of the advantages even though 
I don't think they market themselves this way. You can buy gender neutral clothes that would be relevant to both the boys and the girls. That saves money. That's not a bad idea. But I think it might be because of transgender is potential what this might have kind of the early part of that i don't really know but hey it's a different kind of store if you are in the kirkwood neighborhood of which i don't know where that is in atlanta i've lived in the north georgia area before and i never made it to kirkwood wherever the heck that is but go check out mini friday if you want to see some gender neutral clothing on sale the former governor of that state jimmy carter was not able to teach sunday school on sunday after all we told you last week that he made plans to teach sunday school just a few days after he went into surgery after breaking his hip and he put a statement out that said though he's progressing well president carter underestimated the amount of time he would need to recover from his recent hip replacement he's 94 years old he broke his hip on monday of last week as he was leaving to go turkey hunting in plains georgia and Carter apologized for any inconvenience to those who traveled to hear his lesson at Maranatha Baptist Church in Plains, Georgia. And we wish him the best. Of course, he's a World War II veteran, and he's the longest-lived president in U.S. history, Jimmy Carter. And this, again, follows just four years ago where he was diagnosed with cancer in August of 2015, and he's survived that, and now he survived this horrible injury, breaking his hip, wanted to go back into the Sunday school and and do his thing over the weekend in Plains, but not able to. But we wish him the best. Maybe maybe he'll get back there this coming Sunday. A Memphis woman is in jail after she vandalized a vehicle at the Walmart on Austin P. Highway. And the reason she vandalized this car, because she saw that the car had Trump stickers on it. And she's accused of spraying Nazi on the victim's truck that was parked in a handicapped spot at the store. And this vandalism caused nearly $2,000 worth of damage. And she's admitted the crime and told police, I saw a truck with a couple of pro-Trump stickers. The sticker carries its own weight in white supremacy with a sign on the car that says, Proud of Trump. There are the people that carry around. Those, these are the people that carry around automatic weapons. She's charged with vandalism of property there in the memphis area heather waddell accused of spray painting nazi on a truck because she saw it had pro trump stickers on it there in memphis tennessee sad news from the myrtle beach south carolina area but fortunate news for country singer travis Tritt and his band over the weekend he was in the grand strand of south carolina giving a concert and in the early morning hours on saturday morning early his bus got into a wreck, and this was a wreck where a wrong-way driver there in Myrtle Beach collided with Travis Tritt's bus and another vehicle. And Travis Tritt, the country music singer, went on social media saying that he was shaken up by the deadly crash where two were killed. And this happened where the car skidded off to his bus on Veterans Highway in Myrtle Beach. Tritt, say this five times fast, Travis Tritt and Twitter, Tritt on Twitter wrote, thank God we're all okay. I feel so bad for those who died needlessly tonight. I'm really shaken up by what I witnessed. God bless those who died. And he shared a picture of this multi-vehicle crash on Highway 22 in O'Ree County, South Carolina. Travis Tritt and his band was able to get out of the Myrtle Beach area. And I think they made their next stop, which was a concert Saturday evening 
in North Georgia. He's a Grammy Award winning singer known for songs like Country Club and Help Me Hold On. And he was in Myrtle Beach performing at the House of Blues and left there and gotten in this little wreck. Luckily, his bus and his band members are all fine. But sadly, people did lose their life over the weekend. In Nashville, Travis Tritt does not live in Nashville. He actually lives in North Georgia, but he's in Music City from time to time. And as a guy who goes to downtown Nashville on a fairly regular basis, something's popped up there recently that really is annoying. And sadly, this next story I can relate to because I'm, I don't know how I didn't hurt someone. They have these little rental scooters that you can get all over downtown Nashville. And over the weekend, a youngster named Brady Gawk was killed he was 26 years old. He was on one of these motorized scooters, made an improper turn, and was hit by a Nissan Pathfinder at the Demonbrian Street and 14th Avenue South intersection. And he went into a coma. His parents took him off life support, and he died. But these scooters are a real nuisance. And I, I know so because I was just in Nashville the other week, and these things are all over the place. And I actually saw a in the nighttime so you got to really be paying attention where you're whether you're in downtown nashville or downtown uh, pick a place that's got five people in it you got to be careful when you drive at night but i was driving and a grown man and his young son were both trying to get on one of these scooters and they got right in front of me as i was going down the street and had i not been paying attention these scooters aren't really designed for two people and this this guy stalled right in front of my car and luckily, I was paying attention and braked, but it scared the heck out of them, and it should have. I would like to see somebody in Nashville and other cities where these darn scooters are available to rent get rid of this thing. In fact, if you know what I'm talking about, you rent these scooters, you go to where you want, and you just leave it. You just drop it off outside of wherever you took it to, and then somebody else will see it, and they'll come rent it from that place and go wherever the heck they want to go to. Unusual thing and a very scary thing there in nashville tennessee in jackson mississippi a jury there has awarded a total of more than three million dollars to five black strippers after a federal judge found the women worked under worse conditions than their white colleagues and this u.s district judge henry wingate ruled in this discrimination case that after the trial lasted nearly a week on the question of damages the jurors decided that the women would split $3.3 million for back pay and past and future suffering. Again, accused of discrimination at a strip club, for goodness sake. This is all involving Danny's Downtown Cabaret, and that is in Jackson, Mississippi. And the manager there is alleged to have used racial slurs. Also, he's forced black women to work at another Jackson club, that they called black diamonds where conditions and security were worse and dancers paid less but 3.3 million dollars going to these strippers in a discrimination case in the magnolia state robert f smith is a proud alumnus of morehouse college in atlanta georgia he was chosen to be morehouse's commencement speaker over the weekend and he did something i have never heard of at his commencement speech where he dressed nearly 400 of the graduating seniors of this all-male historically black college in Atlanta that counts Martin Luther King Jr. as one of its alums. This founder and CEO of Vista Equity Partners announced that he's going to let every single member of the Morehouse College class of 2019 
get off without having any of their student loan debt. He's going to fork over estimated to be $40 million to help pay off the debt of the class of 19, uh, 2019 from Morehouse College. The Maroon Tigers are roaring big time after this incredible gesture. I bet you this guy is going to take this incredible gesture a long way. Hey, he ought to run for president after doing something like this, and he might just win it. Again, he's a billionaire technology investor and a Morehouse alum, Robert F. Smith, just making not only the, the recent students who graduated over the weekend at Morehouse, but boy, their families have to be ecstatic about his incredible gesture. Way to go in Atlanta. The winner of the Florida lottery of a million dollars is among suspects that have been rounded up in a major drug bust. Yes, a 27-year-old Port Orange, Florida woman was among more than 20 suspects apprehended by police in a major drug bust. And this is for Carly Harpst, who was the winner of a million-dollar prize in the Florida lottery last year. And she had even won a $100 prize a week before last. And she's part of this drug bust. And her lottery winnings had marked an opportunity for her to turn her life around after a criminal history that included previous arrests for drug possession, theft, and more. And here she is back into that lifestyle, and she gets locked up there, 27-year-old Carly Harps, as part of the Operation Smooth Criminal in Volusia County, just north of Daytona Beach is where this happened. And she is going to go off to jail with her ticket, this time not a winning ticket, but a losing ticket being involved in the drug world. And finally here, as we wrap up our headlines from across Dixie, congratulations to 49-year-old Matthew McConaughey. He's receiving his original high school diploma. He graduated from Longview, Texas, back in 1988 and was given his original diploma Friday night when he returned to his Texas alma mater to address the class of 2019. Why did Matthew McConaughey give everybody there a bunch of money, like what happened at Morehouse? But, yeah, he got his high school diploma after more than 30 years since he graduated. And the graduates from Longview High School in East Texas normally received diploma holders during commencement ceremonies and that the actual diplomas must be picked up later. And McConaughey, back in 1988, I guess it was, or 89, he did not go do that. He didn't show back up in 1988, class 88 from Longview High School. And now... He gets his real thing. He lives in Austin, the state capital. Of course, Matthew McConaughey won an Oscar for his performance in Dallas Buyers Club. And he told the new graduates of Longview High School that he'd succeeded because he'd followed his heart and they should guard and follow theirs. Matthew McConaughey, Longview High, Texas, proud alum, and now got something to hang up on his wall, his actual diploma from the class of 1988. When we come back on Y'all Show, we have the Y'all Street Business Report that we're going to get to. News on AdvoCare, plus some good news from Georgia. Plus, later this hour, we'll have hashtag hullabaloo. You don't want to miss it. This is Y'all.
You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 2424 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2424. Hi, I'm Paul. I know what you're thinking. Oh, great. Another wireless ad. I know how you feel. And it seems like they're always full of this complicated, tricky language about their networks and offers and blah, blah, blah. Well, Sprint is going to do things differently and let you decide for yourself with their new 100% total satisfaction guarantee. Try it for 30 days, love it, or your money back. See? Simple. Now get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. So switch now. Visit your local Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1 today. 30-day guarantee with new line of service. S10 128 gigabyte, $15 a month after $22.50 a month credit for 18 months credit applied within two bills. If canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 63020 pay $32 per month per line for five lines with auto pay. Data D prioritization during congestion. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Speed maximums use rules. $30 activation fee and restrictions apply. Unisom knows when you don't get enough sleep, it's hard to avoid the fog. It's a sneaky fella. Hates sleep. Only appears when you don't get enough of it. I've seen the fog make a guy pour salt in his coffee. Thought it was sugar. Ever fold an entire basket of dirty laundry? Wasn't you. It was the fog. Unisom is specially formulated to help you fall asleep fast and get a good night's sleep. You'll wake up ready to take on the day. Sleeping well is the fog's worst nightmare. Unisom. Use as directed. Get ready, set, go Gonna take you to the crystal and a picture show Well, the sky's the limit, there's no price too high Baby, you're the apple of my eye Got my paycheck in my pocket and some gas in the tank Honey, your love's better than money in the bank Thank you, John Anderson. We're back at y'all, and this is where we talk about the South, including what's going on from a business standpoint here in the greatest region of our country. I'm John Rawl, our number 803-816-1170. If you've got some business news you want to share with us, text us, call us. We are welcoming that each and every day here on y'all. We go to Atlanta, and we have the best places to work in the state of Georgia for this year, according to Inc. Magazine. And we have the 12 companies in alphabetical order for the state of Georgia that are, again, from Inc. Magazine, the best places to work in the Peach State. First up, and again, this is in alphabetical order, so not putting preference over any of these. It's CallRail, C-A-L-L-R-A-I-L. I have no idea what they do, but I assume something to do with rails, since that's part of their name. Everywhere Agency. Florence, a company there in Georgia. Gasket Guy, one of the best places to work in Georgia. Cabbage with a K, K-A-B-B-A-G-E, 
If you want to Google that, find out what they're all about. Park Mobile is a company there based in Georgia that you can work for. Sales Loft, number eight out of the list of 12 is Stable Kernel, K-E-R-N-E-L. Stiffen Logistics is on the list as well as Terminus. VDART Inc., V-D-A-R-T Inc., and last is Village Realty. Again, not in any preferential order. This is all in alphabetical order of Inc. Magazine's best places to work in Georgia for the year 2019. I don't know exactly how they came up with the list, but hey, we live in a list world, and you can go look up where you want and see how they factored in things like health insurance being offered to the employees and how many of these Employees. I know one thing they looked at was the ability to bring pets to work. That, that's the that's how they came up with some of these listed in the twelve places to work in Georgia that are considered best in that state. Well, I don't know if y'all work with Advocare or not, but Advocare is a company based out of Plano, Texas, that has only about two hundred forty-seven employees, but they have roughly sixty thousand independent distributors across the country they sell these vitamins i know you probably know about them the dietary supplements personal care offered by this multi-level marketing company that's been around since 1993 started in Carrollton, texas and patrick wright is the ceo of that and did you see or hear the news that advocare has announced they're revising their business model from a multi-level marketing to a direct-to-consumer and single-level marketing compensation plan. Now, that's going to dramatically change why and how most of you ever got involved with Advocare as a distributor. It's I don't know how they pretty much got away with it so long. It's Is it a pyramid scheme? I don't think they are because they've been doing this for a long time. But, boy, I know people who were fired up to be Advocare reps and you check back with them later, and they weren't making any money or hardly any money, and it wasn't worth fooling with. Now, if you're an Advocare person and you've done well, great. You figured it out. But a lot of people didn't, and you have to think now that they've made this big decision of changing the way their plan is that may factor into the company's success. Right who's the CEO of Advocare, put a statement out and said, over the years, we've made many changes to the Advocare policies as the regulatory environment has shifted. And based on recent discussions, it became clear that this change is the only viable option. And Advocare announcing that they're going from a multi-level marketing business model to a direct-to-consumer and single-level marketing compensation plan. Now, there's a guy that I found on the World Wide Web who was not very fond of Advocare, and he put out a video on YouTube talking about the scam that is Advocare, and we'll listen to a little bit. Again, if you have had great success with Advocare, wonderful, that's that's good for you, but a lot of people haven't, and since they're in the news, I'm going to let this guy speak for himself here on the Y'all Show and let you know about what he calls the scam that is Advocare. This is a guy named Ethan Vanderbilt talking about Advocare. If you take a look at the compensation plan for Advocare, you find out when you just start off as a distributor, you just spend that $79, you have limited ways in which you can make money. You can make money off of retail and wholesale. If you're an advisor, you can make money off of incentives, overrides, and leadership bonuses. 
You can buy your way to being an advisor by purchasing that large order when you first start off. Also, if you take a look at their success curriculum, you're going to find out that you need to recruit people to reach the highest levels in their compensation plan. In my opinion, there's a limited amount of money to be made by retailing the products. The majority of money is made by going out and recruiting other representatives who personally purchase the products to qualify to be advisors and the incentives, overrides, and leadership bonuses that come from that recruitment. Let's take a look at the refund policy for AdvoCare. The good news is for a customer that you can return the products up to 30 days and you can return those products to the distributor that sold you the products. The bad news for the distributor is that they can only return unopened products and you're limited to returning only $500 in retail value of products within a year. If you try to return more than that, you're going to have to resign your distributorship. If you decide to cancel your distributorship, you can return products up to 12 months. The bad news is, is to order products each month, you're required to use or sell 70% of the products. So you're really not going to have that much left at the end of a year if your distributorship is unsuccessful. Here are my final thoughts on AdvoCare. In my opinion, AdvoCare is a recruiting scam. You pay an upfront fee to join and then they encourage you to spend $2,100 in products to begin. You have to recruit people to receive the top commissions that they offer. 70% of distributors do not receive a check from AdvoCare. 96% of representatives that do receive a check make $5,000 or less. And that does not include expenses. People from all walks of life are making little or no money with AdvoCare. That's Ethan Vanderbilt discussing AdvoCare, weighing in, not very fond of AdvoCare. And again, AdvoCare in the news because they're changing their strategy from being a multi-level marketing firm to a direct-to-consumer and single-level marketing compensation plan for the roughly 60,000 reps, which I bet you you're going to see that number dwindle considerably if it hasn't already got there. And they've been in the news as this guy just talked about in that video that we just heard the audio from you've had a lot of celebrities like drew Brees represent advocare and it's very shady to say the least what advocare has been doing all these years something tells me they won't be sponsoring the texas kickoff game that's scheduled for labor day weekend like we've seen the last few years there in the houston area when we come back on y'all we're going to switch over to hashtag hullabaloo we got some fun stuff to share with you on that front, and that is coming up next. Technology Truths, brought to you by GEICO. Technology Truths. Truth, you think you can solve any problem by turning your computer off and on. Hey, man, is something wrong with your laptop? Nah, I just need to turn it off and on. It's no problem. It's smoking. Yeah, that just means it needs to reboot. Truth, it's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at Geico.com. And now it's on fire. Happens all the time. It's all good. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 
Message and data rates may apply. Up to eight messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. Not to brag, but the Purple Mattress is a pretty big deal. And so is our Purple Memorial Day sale. For a limited time, get up to $100 off and a free set of luxury purple sheets when you buy a mattress. That's up to $229 in savings. Our biggest sale ever. What makes Purple such a big deal? It's the only mattress that gives your back the firm support it needs and the soft comfort you crave at the same time. No matter your body type or favorite sleep position, Position. Dreading those hot summer nights? Purple's one-of-a-kind comfort technology naturally stays cool all night so you don't sweat the bed. Not to mention it isolates motion, is non-toxic, and is made right here in the USA. Because the best rest of your life starts on Purple. Don't miss out on Purple's humongous Memorial Day sale. Get $100 off and free sheets by texting TRY to 84888. Shop the best deal yet by texting TRY to 84888. That's T-R-Y to 84888. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 2424 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2424. We're squeezing in another segment of Good Southern Talk here in this first hour of this Monday edition of Y'all Talk with a Southern Emphasis. I'm John Rawl, and good to have you back. A reminder, coming up in just a few minutes, we'll take a look at the what happened over the sports front over this past weekend. PGA Championship recap, boxing talk with DeAndre Wilder of Alabama putting a knockout on a fellow boxer. We'll have info on that. Plus, actually speaking of Wilder, there's a great story out on the internet, if you haven't seen it, from Dana Jacobson. This aired over the weekend, if you saw it live on CBS this morning's Saturday edition. But Dana went to Tuscaloosa to interview Deontay Wilder, and he has a a great story that she'll share. We'll pull some audio from that when we have our sports review coming up in just a few minutes. We'll also, in hour two, be visiting with the teller of tales from Takapola, Jerry Short. And we'll... We might even ask Jerry about the ooh, 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 punch. Maybe he's delivered or taken somewhere in his Takapola Pass. So all that's coming up on y'all. We start out this segment with a look at hashtag hullabaloo. And we are ready to go to Southern at Go Southern on Twitter. Great name, by the way, at Go Southern. Go Southern is a residential leasing and real estate service along the beach of Northwest Florida and coastal Alabama. Been in operation since 1995. That would be a beautiful part of the South, Northwest Florida and coastal Alabama. I assume they're talking about Dolphin Island and Gulf Shores, Orange Beach, all the way over to Pensacola Beach, maybe even over to Destin and maybe Panama City. I'm not sure what their range is at Go Southern, but We love this time of year in that part of the South and looking forward to getting down there soon ourselves. Maybe you should get down there. We'll just have a big old party. Maybe Go Southern can help us out. But this is what they put out on Twitter. They wrote, 
Wednesday Wisdom, this was put out last week, the 64th Billy Bowlegs Festival is just over two weeks away. If you need accommodations, look no further than a Southern Vacation Rental home or condo from one to 32 bedrooms you've got options check our special page for awesome deals so if you're looking for a 30 bedroom 32 bedroom option for the billy bowlegs festival go to at go southern and get the link where you can rent a condo or a house uh did they move the biltmore mansion down to northwest florida it sounds like it 32 bedrooms yeah they can help out with that and they've got on their site there on twitter a picture of a really cute kid with a pirate hat and a telescope and that is what the billy bowlegs festival is all about it is a celebration of pirates and you can go on the website for that this is a a, a great event for kids as kids are just about all getting out of school pretty soon and this event is May 31st and June 1st. They've got a parade in the area on June 3rd, com there in northwest Florida. Now, some of the fun that you can find there, for kids especially, they've got a lot for what they call the little scallywags to do. A $15 daily wristband allows a full day of unlimited access to a rock climbing wall euro bungee and interactive inflatables all sponsored by the kids discovery zone the kids area also features the referral partners and marketing community carnival and members of the business community will provide various carnival style activities a lot of fun for the kids and parents alike all part of the billy bowlegs festival in northwest florida again may 31st and june 1st and they'll have music there you can shop like a pirate. They've got a little pirate village going on there. And also, you can get great grub and grog, as they call it. Food vendors with everything from ice cream to seafood to skewered meats and more will fill the air with an aroma and also fill your belly with happiness at the annual Billy Bowlegs Festival. A great thing for kids, a great thing for adults, and it's going on in northwest Florida. I think it's in Fort Walton Beach is where this is. So check it out, and it may be in more than one location, but it's going to be a fun time here in just a few days. The Billy Bowlegs Festival, matey. Check it out there in northwest Florida. Maggie Toussaint is on Twitter at Maggie, T-O-U-S-S-A-I-N-T, and she's a mystery author of the Dream Walker series, and she's got a new culinary series coming out soon. She lives in the South where heritage and oaks cast long shadows. Amen to that, Maggie Toussaint. And she's got a picture of these great live oaks on her Twitter and a message to go along with this cool picture of the live oaks, which you'll find a lot, by the way, in northwest Florida. I don't know where she took this photo, but Maggie Toussaint wrote on Twitter this week, Yogi Berra Wisdom, always go to other people's funerals, otherwise they won't go to yours. <laughs> and she wrote, so true. Going to funerals in the South is a must-do. Hashtag Southern, hashtag culture. And she says that all this is reflected as part of her Southern culture in her mystery series. And her website is maggietoussaint.com. But yeah, we go to funerals here in the South. It's something we kind of, it's a rite of passage. Everybody needs a funeral suit. Everybody needs a nice suit to wear, a dark suit at that. Even in the summertime, you can't go to a, a funeral wearing seersucker. As much as I love Seersucker, 
you need to have that dark suit and and i like people who wear a shirt and a tie even if it's 100 degrees outside at a funeral you just got to suck it up and dress nice and dress appropriately but the other reason to have a nice funeral suit is uh you might need it for yourself <laughs> because a lot of people die and they don't have a suit that they can be buried in so at least have something that'll fit you that uh, your loved ones could put you in for eternal rest if need be i know that's morbid to talk about but hey that's something it happens to all of us and unless you prove me wrong it's going to happen to you haberdish is on twitter at haberdish h-a-b-e-r-d-i-s-h and it's a milltown southern kitchen and craft cocktails now open in noda charlotte and this is n-o-d-a charlotte is where haberdish is and they wrote on twitter fried chicken friday with a waffle and all this at this haberdish in charlotte north carolina so all right i like the queen city i'm a fan of charlotte great southern place got a lot going on it's actually i think it's the second largest banking center in our country only behind new york city charlotte nc is but i don't know even though i like charlotte i know downtown is called uptown in charlotte but i don't know where noda is in charlotte it's evidently a neighborhood so i had to do some research i got our crack research team here at the y'all show to to look up noda n-o-d-a and it is short for north davidson which is not the county that charlotte's in charlotte's in mecklenburg county but davidson north carolina is not far and i don't know if there's a county called davidson or not but davidson's the next county over regardless i think i think davidson is in a different county regardless noda is short for north davidson and it's the city's arts and entertainment district known for its eclectic galleries and music venues including the neighborhood theater and noda hosts the big name acts there and it has intimate spots like the evening muse got gift shops jewelry stores and (laughs) always popular tattoo parlors all across north davidson street that's where it gets its name the street called north davidson which is a pretty big thoroughfare there in the northeast quadrant of charlotte and you can find plenty of great restaurants, including Haberdish there in Noda. Local eats include Cajun cuisine, pizza, and you've got a lot of really hip dive bars. So when you're back in Charlotte or you've never been to Charlotte, North Carolina, hey, check out Haberdish and everything else going on in the Noda, N-O-D-A, the cute little nickname for North Davidson in the north. If you're looking on the map, it would be kind of the northeastern toward Concord in that direction of charlotte nicola moore is on twitter at it's nicola moore i like that n-i-c-o-l-a-m-o-o-r-e a mother of three a music creator and a food activist plus more a food activist boy i've seen activists for a lot of things but never for food so i don't know where she comes from here but here is what she writes and it has to do with the recent news about alabama's abortion so if she she gets on twitter this week and This food activist sounds like she's active about other things here, but she wrote, if men could get pregnant, abortions would be available at your local gas station. And that from Nicola Moore, her statement about the Alabama abortion ban. If men could get pregnant, abortions would be available at your local gas station. Well, Nicola, I know at my local gas station, I don't think they could squeeze that in into their assortment of offerings because they've already got 
20 different fountain drink machines in there, which I like, by the way. And they have the lottery scratch-offs people wait in line for. I don't think most gas stations are going to make room for having an abortion clinic for men. But we appreciate your sentiment. And again, you're a food activist. Maybe you should maybe you should just stick with that. But you're allowed to say whatever you want. And, and here on Y'all, we, we let you say what you want right here on Hashtag Hullabaloo. And that will conclude our Monday edition of Hashtag Hullabaloo. Hold on to your horse. When we come back in hour two, we'll have the look back at the weekend and sports from the PGA Championship to boxing to NBA, NHL even. All that's coming up. Plus, we'll have the great Jerry Short dropping by for a wonderful report. Sort of a Memorial Day reflection from Jerry Short. All that's next in hour two of The Y'all Show with John Rawl. Hi, I'm Paul. I know what you're thinking. Oh, great. Another wireless ad. I know how you feel. And it seems like they're always full of this complicated, tricky language about their networks and offers and blah, blah, blah. Well, Sprint is going to do things differently and let you decide for yourself with their new 100% total satisfaction guarantee. Try it for 30 days, love it, or your money back. See? Simple. Now get both Sprint's Unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. So switch now. Visit your local Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1 today. 30-day guarantee with new line of service. S10 128 gigabyte, $15 a month after $22.50 a month credit for 18 months credit applied within two bills. The canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 63020, pay $32 per month per line for five lines of auto pay. Data D prioritization during congestion. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Speed maximums, use rules, $30 activation fee and restrictions apply. Message and data rates may apply. Up to eight messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. Not to brag, but the Purple Mattress is a pretty big deal. And so is our Purple Memorial Day sale. For a limited time, get up to $100 off and a free set of luxury purple sheets when you buy a mattress. That's up to $229 in savings. Our biggest sale ever. What makes Purple such a big deal? It's the only mattress that gives your back the firm support it needs and the soft comfort you crave at the same time. No matter your body type or favorite sleep position, Dreading those hot summer nights? Purple's one-of-a-kind comfort technology naturally stays cool all night so you don't sweat the bed. Not to mention it isolates motion, is non-toxic, and is made right here in the USA. Because the best rest of your life starts on Purple. Don't miss out on Purple's humongous Memorial Day sale. Get $100 off and free sheets by texting TRY to 84888. Shop the best deal yet by texting TRY to 84888. That's T-R-Y to 84888. Continuing on with a Monday edition of the show that's all about the South. This is y'all talk with a Southern accent. Glad to have you back. Our number 803-816-1170. Our website y'all.com. Facebook, you can find us y'all.com on Facebook. Also, make sure you go to Twitter at y'all show, Instagram at y'all show. And let's see, uh, we got a couple apps you can check out. That's on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn app, and the iTunes podcast apps. All three, you can go and find the Y'all Show. A free subscription, all you got to do is search for us. Find us at Y'all Show is where you just search Y'all Show. You'll see the podcast. You like it. You subscribe. It's free. It comes right to your smartphone and or iPad every day that we have a new Y'all Show available. Pretty neat stuff. 
What else is pretty neat here on the All Southern Show with John Rawl is that we've got Jerry Short stopping by in just a few minutes. The teller of tales from Takapola. He's got Memorial Day on his mind. We'll discuss that. Plus, we'll get his take on some of the other happenings across the South from a sports perspective when we catch up with him in just a few minutes. It's Short Stories with Jerry Short. What's going on in Takapola? Well, we'll let you know when that time comes. This is y'all, and we start out this second hour of today's y'all show looking at the weekend in sports. And my goodness, Brooks Kepka wins for the second consecutive time. He's won the PGA Championship, which is one of golf's majors, for the second time in about nine months. Not bad. Of course, that's because they moved it up on the schedule this year. I think he won it in August last year, and now he's winning it in May of 2019. But the Florida native who played collegiately for Florida State picks up another major, and he Almost wanted to give the darn thing away. He had a seven-stroke lead entering the final round on Sunday from Beth Page Black in New York State on Long Island. And he did not play the world's greatest golf. He had, what, uh, five bogeys in the back nine, one birdie. He finished with a score of 74, which was four over on Sunday's fourth round. The good news, no one else really just did amazing stuff to catch up with him. Dustin Johnson, his buddy, their buddies, they live next door to each other. They play each, with each other just about every day in Jupiter, Florida. And Dustin Johnson finished two strokes back at six under. Brooks Kepka was eight under. And DJ also had his own bogey problems in his fourth round and just couldn't quite catch up with Kepka. And Brooks Kepka, the, the long, tall Floridian, picks up another major and a huge accomplishment he was dominating out there and just some other thoughts we had jordan spieth he roared back on the final round on sunday jordan finished in a tie for third with a minus two for the weekend uh one other name that i want to give a little shout out he had a great three rounds and then he fell apart on sunday and shot 81 harold varner the third out of gastonia north carolina he was actually paired with brooks kepka in that last grouping the anchor match but varner had an awful day shooting 11 over uh, just on the fourth round and ended up in a tie for 36 but this north carolinian getting a chance to shine on the national stage and international stage here at the pga championship but in the end kepka pulls it off and gets the big win and his second consecutive PGA Championship. Now, he was not the only Southerner that was doing good things in the New York area over the weekend. How about Tuscaloosa's own Deontay Wilder? He retains his heavyweight title of the world. He absolutely destroyed his opponent in the first round at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Over 13,000 on hand, and he, without too much effort, just uh, put Dominic Brazil down to the mat. And this native Tuscaloosan has not yet lost a match. And if you look at his background, he's, again, from Tuscaloosa, went to Tuscaloosa Central High School, right in downtown T-Town. And this was his 42nd professional match, and he is now 41-0-1. In fact, the match most previous to the one on Saturday was his match back on December 1st when he had a, a bout against Tyson Fury at the Staples Center, and that ended up in a draw. But he is 41-0-1, the heavyweight champion of the world, and he's had the heavyweight title since 2015 when he defeated Bermain Stavern back at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Nevada. And he's had that title now more than four years and has not relinquished it. 
And what an amazing job by this boxer, Deontay Wilder. And he is kicking butt and taking names. I've, I've got to give a shout out to CBS. They actually went down to Tuscaloosa before this boxing match. And they had a chance to interview him on his home ground. Dana Jacobson, who was working at CBS this morning, Saturday edition over the weekend. She filed this report. Let's go hear a little bit more about Wilder and how he got in the sport of boxing. He wanted to play football or basketball for the hometown Crimson Tide, but he ended up having a daughter when he was a youngster born with spina bifida, and that changed his whole thought process. And all that is illustrated in this amazing piece from CBS's Dana Jacobson. Let's take a listen. What's it like when you land a knockout punch? Mm, The fear that power, you know, the velocity that, uh, that's coming from my fist to hit his face, to meet that right there, and to see the reaction that happens. I, the hardest hit a puncher in boxing, period. And while he prides himself on that reputation with his bronze bomber nickname, spend a little time with the 6'7 powerhouse. Love my babies. And you'll see boxing is just one part of Wilder. And the title he seems to relish most is dad. Outside of boxing, I'm a homebody. I'm a true homebody. And I love being around my family. I love being around my, my, my kids. And I love tell, I tell them I love them about six or seven times a day. Give me a kiss. The dichotomy that is Deontay, a mix of peace and ruthless power, which he says has been within him all along. My mom would say he was a Tasmanian devil, you know, (laughs) but I was quiet, though. I was I was very I was I was to myself. The second oldest of four kids raised in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, the place he still calls home, Wilder dreamt of playing basketball or football for the Alabama Crimson Tide. And while he grew up poor, one thing he was rich in, family. And with that came faith. We had a lot of love. My entire family was based off love, you know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a uh, pastor's child as well, too. So and I a pastor's was, grandchild. And a pastor's grandchild. Wilder's father, Gary, was and still is a preacher in Tuscaloosa. Any memories that come back to you? Almost definitely, you know. Um, just sitting up in the pulpit. You know, I always talked about the, you know, the passion that he had when he preached. You know? God, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to let your hand be with him. Your son is the heavyweight champ. Yeah. You work in a house of God. Absolutely. People don't see those two things connected. Correct, correct. What do you think? There, there is a connection. It's a spiritual connection. And, you know, things that are spiritual are going to be unseen. Although he was a man of God and stuff, he didn't believe in not defending yourself now. He wasn't going to let nobody bully you. We had the God in us, too, but we also had the other side as well. Faith and strength, which Wilder relied upon when at age 19, he found out he was going to be a father for the first time. I must admit, it was very scary. The ball game uh, is different when when your child is not healthy. That child would be born with spina bifida, meaning her spinal cord wouldn't be developed properly. Sometimes God throw you tests in there because that's what I look at it as. It was a test for me. Did you think at any point of just walking away? Never. <laughs> Never. I mean, damn, when you said that, that shut my, that stabbed my heart. Like, I could never imagine my daughter not being here. You know, that's my, that's my world. That's, that's the foundation and the start to it all. You know what I mean? 
Wilder's daughter, Naia, is 14 now. She's thrived despite doctors' fears. But before she was born, Wilder had no way of knowing how much medical or physical help she would need, just that he would be the one to provide it. In deciding you need to take care of your child, mm -hmm. how did boxing become that answer? Mm -hmm. I brought up boxing for the simple fact that, I, you know, I was looking at the money uh, aspect of it. I was ignorant to the sport. I thought every fighter that stepped in the ring made a lot of money, you know. What was it like the first time getting in there? First off, when I walked to the gym, no lie, when I walked into there, I heard the heavenly sounds. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, with all the bags being hit, the really? speed bag. Really? Because I've never seen this. I'm in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. We ain't seen no boxing here. Dana Jacobson going to Tuscaloosa, Alabama to interview the bronze bomber, Deontay LaShawn Wilder, who's the heavyweight champion of the world, and he won in the first round. I think it was only like a minute and a half elapsed when he just pummeled his opponent and pushed his win total to 41 wins, and he retains the heavyweight title of the world at Barclay Center in Brooklyn over the weekend. A wonderful job by this Alabama boxer. All right, more news from Southerners in professional ranks. Chris Long, who's starred as a Philadelphia Eagles defensive end for the last couple of years, won a Super Bowl for Philly. He is calling it quits after 11 season. He is the the son of Howie Long, the Oakland Raiders great, and Chris Long starred collegiately for the Virginia Cavaliers, but he is hanging it up. I loved his tweet that he put out. It looks like he was in Virginia when he put this out. It's him holding a red solo cup up the air, and it says, Cheers! Been a hell of a journey, 11 years, and I can honestly say I put my soul into every minute of it. Highs and lows, I've seen them both, and I appreciate the perspective, gratitude, and love to those who lifted me up. Chris Long retiring after 11 years in the NFL, and he's going out on the right side of things. He is the current Walter Payton Man of the Year in the NFL, which goes to the best humanitarian out across the league and he won that over a lot of great contenders and like for example what what jj what won it the year before when he was a part of the houston texas and helped out with all the flooding around houston and chris long wins that for the 2018 nfl season but this philadelphia eagles defensive end and a former who's football star retiring after 11 seasons in the nfl to the nhl we go and the south st louis blues were able to dispatch the San Jose Sharks on Sunday, winning 5 nothing, and they now lead that series against the Sharks 3-2. to The next game in the series will be at St. Louis as San Jose travels there for a game on Tuesday. That is set for 8 Eastern, 7 Central. The Sharks and Blues in the West Finals. The Bruins are awaiting whoever wins that one in the Stanley Cup. NBA, we have an update from that as the Milwaukee Bucks were not able to hold on and they lose in Toronto on Sunday and now they'll move on to a game four with a lead 2-1 in that series. Quick update on NCAA softball and the big story coming out of the weekend was Oklahoma. The Sooners actually lost a game. They had set a record in the NCAA with 41 straight wins, but in their playoff series, Wisconsin actually beat them on Saturday 2-1, to one, but then OU storms back and wins the series in Norman and advance in the NCAA softball tournament. We'll have more on that this week with our different conferences spotlighting the ACC and SEC and let you know how each of those teams from those conferences did 
in our softball update from the college football side of things former penn state quarterback tommy stevens is going to be transferring to mississippi state he declared his intentions on friday in a social media post that he will be going to starkville from state college pennsylvania he's a fifth year senior who graduated from penn state in december and is eligible to play immediately for joe moorhead and the bullies and remember moorhead went to starkville from nittany lion country so he has a history of tommy stevens and we'll see how well he does in the sec but another guy stepping in to kind of fill the role that nick Fitzgerald leaves behind in stark vegas and msu getting a, an experienced quarterback i don't think he's a star but has the potential to surprise us all remember what the lsu quarterback that transferred in from the big 10 has done and I think that MSU looking to capitalize on a similar result in 2019. And finally, from college football, Dabo Sweeney, he actually gave some quotes to David Hale of ESPN. Now, we just had David on our show on Wednesday of last week. We encourage you to go and check out our podcast edition. David Hale is a ESPN college football reporter, and he was at the ACC's spring meetings down in Florida at Amelia Island. And he was able to get some quotes from Dabo Sweeney. And the story out on ESPN.com is talking about his recent 10-year, $93 million deal to remain at Clemson, the largest deal in college football history. Dabo Sweeney, the $93 million guy. But he's talking about in this article with David Hale the chance that he might move on to Tuscaloosa and be the Alabama coach he said that he was at alabama for 13 years he's of course a former player for alabama graduated there his wife's from tuscaloosa he says that his love for alabama is there won't change but he's going on his 17th year now at clemson his 11th as head coach as the head coach of the tigers and he loves where he is and he loves what he does but there's always been the speculation that the pelham alabama native just might move on from clemson to the bright lights of tuscaloosa and david hell's article kind of touches on his perspective of what's going on is he's dismissing that talk of a potential future at the capstone leading the crimson tide i encourage you to go check out david hill's writing at espn and find out more and that is a quick rewind of all things sports from the weekend and again we'll have more on the different conferences this week give you the latest from a college baseball standpoint all the teams in the South finished up their play on Saturday. They all have their conference tournaments going on this week, starting as early as tomorrow for most teams that have the early part of the conference schedule. And so that is what's up on college baseball's front this week. And then the playoffs begin next weekend in the world of college baseball. When we come back on y'all, we'll go to Takapola and we'll catch up with the teller of tales from Takapola, Jerry Short. What is up with the short stories this week? Jerry will tell you. And I know one thing he wants to talk about since it's that time of year is Memorial Day. And we'll have that with Jerry when we come back. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 2424 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2424. Hi, I'm Paul. I know what you're thinking. Oh, great. Another wireless ad. 
I know how you feel. And it seems like they're always full of this complicated, tricky language about their networks and offers and blah, blah, blah. Well, Sprint is going to do things differently and let you decide for yourself with their new 100% total satisfaction guarantee. Try it for 30 days, love it, or your money back. See? Simple. Now get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. So switch now. Visit your local Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1 today. 30-day guarantee with new line of service. S10 128 gigabyte, $15 a month after $22.50 a month credit for 18 months credit applied within two bills. The canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 630.20, pay $32 per month per line for five lines with auto pay. Data D prioritization during congestion. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Speed maximums, use rules, $30 activation fee and restrictions apply. Unisom knows when you don't get enough sleep, it's hard to avoid the fog. It's a sneaky fella. Hates sleep. Only appears when you don't get enough of it. I've seen the fog make a guy pour salt in his coffee. Thought it was sugar. Ever fold an entire basket of dirty laundry? Wasn't you. It was the fog. Unisom is specially formulated to help you fall asleep fast and get a good night's sleep. You'll wake up ready to take on the day. Sleeping well is the fog's worst nightmare. Unisom. Use as directed. We're back. It's y'all Monday edition. Jerry Short standing by. This is where we go down memory lane and find out some cool stuff of today to talk about with the teller of tales from Takepola Way. Hello, Jerry. Welcome back to y'all. Yes, sir, John. Gosh, uh, I don't know if we go back memory range or not. We're talking about the greatest generation. <laughs> well, we will, but let's first talk about something from last week before we bring last up something. Week? Yeah, just last week, Jerry, because. We were kind of picking on graduations around the country that have kind of got out of control. And have you ever heard of Robert F. Smith? Robert Death? No, no, F, as in Frank. Or f- oh, Frank. Robert Frank. No. I don't know what his middle name is. It's F, as in Foxtrot, yeah. I guess is what okay, I should say. Okay, I got you. I got you. <laughs> if, you haven't, away. Well, if you haven't heard of old Robert, this past weekend, he was the commencement speaker for Morehouse College in Atlanta, Georgia. Wait a minute. I don't want to interrupt you, but I understand that deal. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, you just forgot his name, but you shouldn't. As we were picking on we were picking on graduations going out of control and at Martin Luther King Jr.'s alma mater, the home of the Maroon Tigers in downtown Atlanta, Georgia, when Smith, the commencement speaker over the weekend, was giving his commencement address to the 400 graduating seniors of the all-male historically black college in Atlanta. This founder and CEO of Vista Equity Partners, which is a equity firm that invests in software, data, and technology-driven companies, he decided that he's going to foot the bill for all of the graduates' student loans, an estimated $40 million donation that he's giving. What a pretty cool deal. That is good. I mean, uh, $40 $40 million. I know that's not going to happen everywhere, but where it's happened, 
it'll make a dent in some of this debt that's over across the country. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It makes me wish I'd have gone to Morehouse if uh, if, he's, if you get a free education like they had there. But congratulations to the new graduates at Morehouse and to all of our southern universities who walked across and got their diploma. Unfortunately for most, outside of Morehouse, they're getting stuck with a bill. But, hey, that's part of the deal. You don't have to go to college you don't have to go to college. No. And if you go to college, you're probably going to have some kind of debt when you walk out of there. And he mentioned that he would do that in years to come, or is that a one-time thing? I or? think it's a one-time deal. He pretty much identified himself as a member of that class since they were kind enough to welcome him back to his alma mater to be the graduation speaker. And because of that, he has kind of become a member of yeah. that class by helping get rid of their enormous debt. Well, if I'd have known all that, I would have. Uh, I believe I would have dang barred my tuition from the government or someone else, and instead of paying the whole gig, because uh, they wouldn't have helped me a penny. Yeah. But uh, at least uh, those that uh, did go that way, you know, there's people, uh, John, that uh, I know now, and I, you know, I know, an, I know a doctor that his family borrowed the money for their children and they still owe some of the doggone money for the, uh, and we're talking their kids are, Ooh, 40 years old, 45 years old. And they still owe some doggone debt from the, uh, from those loans, student loans. Uh, that's almost unreal to me. Yeah. And, uh, but I mean, it's not, I'm sure they're not the only ones. I'm sure they're all over the country like that. And, Everybody, they're making it mighty easy. Since you brought that up, I've got a, uh, he's, I guess he's a brother-in-law in Alaska, and, and that's what he does. He loans those student loans, and uh, that's his only job, just to loan student loans. And Out of Alaska. Of, Out of Alaska? In Alaska. In Alaska. Huh. And, you know, Alaska gets a, a siphon out of uh, the uh, oil fields. I think every Alaskan gets some money every year, don't they? I've heard that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, so I'll have to. I'll I'll ask and find out. <laughs> yeah, call find out because you know make you want to move up to Alaska if it's a pretty good chunk. Yeah. So, but I know they don't do it in this part of the world. I've leased my property to mineral rights, and I've bought purchased mineral rights, and nowhere ever got anything back unless. Unless they uh, hit well, uh, hit all like the Clampets did yeah. in the Beverly Hillbillies. Well, that be the only way. lucky gift coming out of Atlanta there at Morehouse. Jerry, over the weekend, we also had big news, and as I talked about earlier this hour in our sports section of today's show. A native of Tuscaloosa, Alabama, is the heavyweight champion of the world. He, he's been that for about four years now. It's 33-year-old Deontay Wilder, the bronze bomber. Jerry, I don't know what you're doing next, but I want to see you and Wilder get in the ring. He's had a total of 42 fights professionally. He's 41-0-1. He's only had one draw. He's never lost a match. And he got rid of his opponent this past weekend in Brooklyn in the first round. Well, look, John, uh, I don't fight fair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, I don't know the Queen's rules to stand up and Johnny L. Sullivan and take a lick and stand back and put my fist up. 
I want to get somebody around the neck and get them on the down, on the down swing. Well, so. when I saw that he won in the first round, which by the way, he has had 19 knockouts in the first round in his career, and he's only had about 40 matches so that's almost half of his matches he's gotten rid of his opponent in the first round he's incredible his his physique and everything again a native of tuscaloosa alabama deontay wilder and when i was close and i know Mm. that's not far from takapola just a couple of hollers away so when i I saw how good he was at boxing it made me think of you and i don't think you've ever been paid to fight jerry but you've been in a few fights so i gotta ask What's the key to knock somebody out, and then what's the key to not be knocked out? Well, I tell you what, and you know, since we're going to talk about a few uh, fights that I've probably not to be, uh, you've had well, so many, we really can't talk about yeah. it. That's why I'm trying. Anyway, j- j- like I said, I'm not really a fair fighter. <laughs> I want to get somebody the neck, neck, and put them on the ground. And uh, but I have tried with going back to days when people had hit men on you and well, gosh Vanderbilt was playing uh old Miss, Miss in football and uh excuse me in basketball and old Miss had a hit man that hit Clyde Lee who played uh, played for played for uh, Vanderbilt and it started to fight and I jumped down in the middle of it and stopped the game and this guy could have hit me all the way across the gym and his arm was long low so I took off and went back I went back upstairs. It was a double deck gym, and uh, I learned my lesson real quick. Uh, none of this fair stuff. If I couldn't get my arms around him, me and him weren't going to fight. Mm. And was this so, person a fan of Vanderbilt or something? No, he played. He was Clyde Lee. Hey, you he were getting in a fight during the middle of a basketball game? Oh, yeah, he stopped the ball game. <laughs> Ole, Miss, Ole Miss didn't give a doggone about basketball then, and I don't know if they do now, but they didn't then. And uh, they had a guy that was a so-called, he wasn't a starter, but when they wanted to do survive, uh, Clyde Lee was probably best player in the Southeastern Conference in 62. And he got in the game, and this guy that Ole Miss had took the basketball and slung it and hit Clyde Lee upside the head with the basketball, and the fight broke out, and then we all just dumped it on the floor. Everybody was rioting and fighting and carrying on. And this was in 62. And uh might have been 63. There seemed a lot of things like happened at Oxford then. But uh, we, uh, after we got down there and got in all that scuffling going on, we saw pretty quick that Clyde Lee could take care of himself. But they did escort him after the ball game. Out the back, they had, uh, they had fire extinguishers, uh, fire extinguishers, fire escapes that they came out of and, they came off the fire escapes and slipped out the back door, and the bus was waiting to get uh, Clyde Lee back to Nashville uh, unscathed. And, of course, back in those days, I think it was a Saturday game and a Monday game, they would play at Starville. They'd play two teams, and then they'd come back and do the same thing. So, anyway, they hit him. They had him outside, and the guy that threw the basketball was in the front of the gymnasium, and uh, he was with the chief of police, Tatum was his name, and he was waiting. We was out there waiting on Clyde Lee to come out because we were expecting this big fight. But they slipped Clyde Lee out, and, and all was well, thank goodness, because it was it was pretty ugly there for a while. 
Well, Father, fine, what's going on? Jerry, I had no idea. We don't rehearse when we talk to the Tell of Tales from Takapola, and I had to do some research while you were rambling there about Clyde Lee, just to make sure you weren't making this up. Fake news here. Well, Skinner was his coach, I bet. Yeah, you're right. Clyde Lee is the greatest player in Vanderbilt history, according to one of the sports Probably right? the best I ever saw up there. And his number is retired. He played not from 62 and 63, as you said. He played 64 to 66 for VU. And so you were a little off on that. But I bet you, I know how you are, Jerry. I bet you you could tell me what jersey number Clyde Lee was at Vanderbilt. I'm thinking 21 or something. No, he was 43. Okay, I missed it. But uh, I remember Clyde like Clyde was Clyde. Yeah, well, Clyde went on to the NBA. He was taken in the first round by the San Francisco Warriors. Ended up playing more than a dozen years, I think, in the NBA for the Warriors, Hawks, and 76ers. He was an NBA All-Star. And again, his number 43 retired at Vanderbilt. He was the two-time SEC Player of the Year in 1965 and 1966. Clyde Lee out of Nashville, Tennessee. And he's 75 years young now. He's still around. It, I bet it, his coach Roy Skinner's gone, but uh, Skinner coached to Vanderbilt a long time. Yeah. And did a good job. Yeah. Always did a good job. So you got in a fight with Clyde Lee. I didn't last long. He was I six foot was, ten inches, by the way. Like I said, he could reach he could reach uh the free throw line from under the goal with a punch. And it didn't take me long to friend with me. I said, Man, and that was an old gym before the old tadpole they called it. And we uh had an upper deck, L steel upper deck. And I said, let's get in the iron and get up on that iron deck and forget this fight. And my friend didn't realize it. And I said, do you see how those guys, they can hit you from across the gym? Uh-uh. No way. So if Clyde Lee was 16, you said? Yeah. I bet he had a reach of 16. <laughs> I need to get him on the show and have you apologize to him. I, I really need to. You jail him on. You think, and I rem- you think I he would remember that game? Yeah, oh, you talk on the right. It was it, it held up for at least thirty minutes before they could get peace. The uh, freshman show, uh, football team they would sit under on the floor, and they all attacked also. Also, so that would have been the sixty-four team freshman, I guess. Mm. They they came out on the floor. All this over a basketball, which I didn't even think anybody in the South cared about basketball except for Kentucky. Which, by well, the way, Vanderbilt, you know about the skunk issue at Vanderbilt. I mean, at Mississippi State with Kentucky, right? No. Oh gosh, somebody had killed a skunk in Starkville. Probably not hard to do, but somebody had killed a skunk down at Starkville. So they were playing Kentucky. Now, in say you can look this up. I'd say sixty, fifty nine when Bailey Howell played for State. Say 59, 60, 61, 62, 63. Mississippi State won the Southeastern Conference three of those years. And uh, they didn't play, they didn't go to the NCAA tournament. State took their place because that was, you know, in segregation days. And State didn't go until they went off uh, in 64, I believe, or 63. They went off Bailey Howell. Was it? I mean, uh, uh, I forget the coach. He went on pro. Uh, he, he did some uh, pro coaching later. But anyway, uh, they put this gunk under a Adolph Rupp's chair on the bench. 
And you're talking about a ruckus breaking out in the beat in the gym at Mississippi State. That's that's snug. That that's that dog and thing. They could smell it all over the gym, I'm sure. So that kind of broke the things up pretty quick when the law enforcement got there and and they dug that gunk out of the out of the we used to call it the Quatchet uh, Hut type gym. Yeah. And they got it out of the Quatchet Hut and got it outside and avoid off rope with some kind of man. That, I went down on a uh, on a trip for a recruit a recruiting trip and I happened to be there and it was a it was something which I see. They talk about it today. You know, it's all kind of tradition yeah. and stuff. That game, Jerry, on. by the way, that game with the dead skunk was February twelfth, nineteen sixty two, between Mississippi State and Kentucky. And That's right. there was also an episode of where they put a funeral wreath on the basketball goal. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, I remember him about that. That's absolutely true. It was some all time between Mississippi State and Kentucky. But for five years, they were the two, team, two teams in the SEC that were two top teams. Hmm. And, you know, they had Bailey Howell. They played for the Boston Celtics forever. And they had All America just. They were. Uh, Red-shirted All-Americans like Ole Miss did uh, Miss Americas. Yeah. And same time, same time, right? Bailey Howell really, from Middleton, Tennessee in West that's Tennessee. That's where he coach was. Yep. Coach was, and so was Billy Howell, Bailey Howell. And I think Jim, uh, uh, the coach was from Ball, huh? which is right there in Middleton. Wow. They're right there on Highway 15. How about that? Where you cross the state line. Jerry, before we, we – go to a break and talk about something the next time. I want to know, though, we talked about you getting in a fight with the Vanderbilt basketball player, Lee. How many times have you been uh, beat up pretty bad in a fight? Uh, you know, it, most of them have been sporting events, but uh, I had uh, the Mississippi State football coach uh, pull five or six Mississippi State redshirt players off of me one time. I was in pretty bad shape. Archie Manning's first game ever was uh, in Memphis in 68, and they played Memphis State and beat them 21 to 7, I believe. And uh, the police didn't like the way I was acting. And so they, they put mace on me and everything they could get and handcuffed me even for being a naughty boy. And so <laughs> and then they even carried me down to the police station. So that – but the worst, I guess, of all time – was the one at the four second game in Baton Rouge with LSU. All of these are about sports. Have you not been beaten up outside of the world of sports? Uh, oh, yeah. I'd lie if I said I'd won all my fights. I'm not quite as good as this guy from Tuscaloosa. Okay. You know, and I didn't mind getting beat because I was usually fighting four or five people. You know, I don't know. I can't hardly ever remember fighting one person. <laughs> Jerry, we're talking with Jerry Lazarus Short here on today's Y'all Show. <laughs> That's right. But my daddy won the battalion uh, boxing in World War II. His battalion huh. in Germany when they after after D Day, and uh, he brought a lot of money home. I understand from winning fights. So we were bet they would bet on him and stuff like that. Wow. So. Uh, I might have got a little like craziness from Taco Polo, Frank, and not yeah. Taco. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, I'd love to see you and Deontay Wilder in a ring together and see who comes out 
victorious because I got my money on you, Jerry. I think you can do it. Hey, you talked about you talked about World War II. We got to go to a break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up with Jerry, and we're going to have the great sacrifice of our America's veterans on our mind as we enter Memorial Day week. And what Memorial Day means to Jerry, as he just mentioned, his father served in World War II. I had family members serving that amazing, horrible, horrible and amazing conflict. Amazing that we won it and became the superpower that we are as a country. But a lot of men, they had to sacrifice their lives as a result of that. We'll have that when we come right back on y'all. Technology Truths, brought to you by GEICO. Technology Truths. Truth, you think you can solve any problem by turning your computer off and on. Hey man, is something wrong with your laptop? Nah, I just need to turn it off and on. It's no problem. It's smoking. Yeah, that just means it needs to reboot. Truth, it's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at GEICO.com. And now it's on fire. Happens all the time. It's all good. GEICO, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Message and data rates may apply. Up to eight messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. Not to brag, but the Purple Mattress is a pretty big deal. And so is our Purple Memorial Day sale. For a limited time, get up to $100 off and a free set of luxury purple sheets when you buy a mattress. That's up to $229 in savings. Our biggest sale ever. What makes Purple such a big deal? It's the only mattress that gives your back the firm support it needs and the soft comfort you crave at the same time. No matter your body type or favorite sleep Position. Dreading those hot summer nights? Purple's one-of-a-kind comfort technology naturally stays cool all night so you don't sweat the bed. Not to mention it isolates motion, is non-toxic, and is made right here in the USA. Because the best rest of your life starts on Purple. Don't miss out on Purple's humongous Memorial Day sale. Get $100 off and free sheets by texting TRY to 84888. Shop the best deal yet by texting TRY to 84888. That's T-R-Y to 84888. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 2424 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2424. It's the final segment of this Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. We're visiting with Jerry Short, the teller of tales from Takapola. It's the week of Memorial Day. And Jerry, I know that you had a father who served in World War II, and we know others in our lifetimes that we've known who've served. We, we're about to the 75th anniversary on June 6th of D-Day. What does that mean to you now that we are at such a long point of time away from such an enormous event of D-Day well, and World War II? I tell you, John, it, it, 
if you don't respect those that came before us and give us our freedom today, and I, if they were a Confederate soldier, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, Memorial Day started after the Civil War. And uh, That's from correct. what I understand. Started in Columbus, Mississippi. At Friendship Cemetery in Columbus. Now, the Yankees don't like to give credit to the Southerners, but that's the first place that a Confederate, the Confederate ladies put flowers on both sides. They were buried there before they, you know, they interred them and moved them to other places, to Northerners, and set them in a national cemetery because they didn't want them cemetery buried with our cemetery boys. So they moved them, and when, you know, but our, our ladies, Put flowers on Northerner soldiers and Southerner soldiers at Friendship uh, Cemetery in Columbus, Mississippi. And they come up with all kind of excuses not to give them credit. But I'm going to give them credit and flip on, on the, you know, more of our generations uh, that uh, were in World War II and greatest generations. And, you know, it goes to career and it goes to even World War One with Sergeant York and all of them. You can go back to the Rough Riders or Teddy Roosevelt. I mean, all of them are heroes, and all of them did their part, and all of them have not gotten their just dues, I don't think. Because it's easy to forget about those things after a few years. If your generation is gone, you just kind of put it on the back burner. And, you know, like when my daddy was in World War II, he didn't talk about it a lot, but he, he hit, he didn't hit Normandy Beach, but he hit Omaha Beach. And he'd tell me a little bit about it. And then I had an uncle that I was so proud of from Memphis, my cousin's uh, daddy, Herman Duncan. And he was a paratrooper who was a POW. And he made those jumps, those first ones in, in, uh, uh, when they evaded, uh, when they evaded when they invaded uh, Germany and France and come in normally after normally and all. And he was a, he, he stayed most of that time, I assume as a POW, but he was a great man and never bothered. He was a, he was a pretty important executive with uh, a company in Memphis. And I mean, he was just a tremendous soldier and it, and it, what I admired him so much more about, he was a, an American hero that didn't call himself an American hero. He was one that did what he had to do, did what he was told to do, and went on and did it with the best he could, and it was pretty doggone good. And now, that, my daddy. That's the way most of them were. I know it, and that's the reason I call him the greatest generation. And I'm using him because I knew him, and I knew what a great man he was later in life. You know, not long. You don't realize, you know, when I'm 10 years old and spending the weekend or the week with them, he's not 12 years out of World War II. And uh, and he's just as normal as he could be. It wasn't anything that bothered him. He went right on with his life. And, you know, my daddy semi-did. I always thought he uh, maybe beat up Clyde Lee again if he could have, the way my daddy was. But... (laughs) But other than that, you know, he was the same way. He didn't talk much about it. He'd tell you a little story about he'd be sitting down on guard duty in Germany, and it'd be a bale of hay, a big stack of hay, and 
get to ask your guy in this Jeep with him. Hey, wasn't that Bella Hay sitting over there? That, that pile of hay sitting over here a while ago when they got inside. I don't think so. And then about 30 minutes later, it'd be a little closer to They finally took off and that German tank shot at them. So, you know, that's, he didn't tell me a lot of stuff, but things like that, he kind of, he kind of put a little twist on them. It was kind of funny. So I think a lot of the greater generation did that. And I think that's what made them one thing that made them so special. So when I say, when you asked, you started all this a while ago when you talked about what is Memorial, Memorial Day mean to me. And it means those kind of people, those kind of soldiers, those people that would go at extra yard and not complain about it. And I saw something the other day, John, if we have a Memorial Memorial Day down the road, it was only 70, only 29 people could qualify to be drafted today. Hmm. 49% 49% of the population could be soldiers. Golly. And you're, I mean, can you imagine that? And the four reasons they gave were stuff like they didn't skin it, uh, finish high school or they, uh, they were obese or they, uh, had, uh, felony records. Yeah. Things like that or keeping us where we can only draft. If we did open the draft today, yep. we could only draft. What's that? Seventy-one percent. Now that's that's pretty bad, isn't it, John? Yeah, it is. And Jerry, as we wrap up with you, we want to remember all of our veterans who served, and of course, Memorial Day specifically for those who gave the ultimate sacrifice. And it means something to me. I lost my maternal uncle, or rather, maternal great uncle in World War II, and I named my son after him. His name. James Knowlton Sharp. He died at the age of 25 during the Battle of the Bulge. It only, uh, like I said, 25 years old from Swansea, South Carolina was his hometown. Here's a guy who didn't have children, was not married, and so many of great Americans never left behind a legacy like James Knowlton uh-huh. Sharp. And luckily, well, I, you, did, you did with your son. My name, my son's name is no, is Knowlton. Congratulations! And my son actually has the pur- Purple Heart that was passed down from World War II to my grandmother's family and my grandmother ultimately got it and then now it's with my my son because we'll he's, he's, on it. he's the namesake jerry thank, on thank you much and thank you to all of our veterans and to all those again who paid the ultimate sacrifice we will talk to you again next week sir and i enjoyed it and i you know kind of blindsided but uh you can always talk about that generation oh mr john yes sir and i appreciate it and i enjoyed it and Let's talk about them sometime in full, okay? We will do it. Hey, we're just a few days away from the 75th anniversary of D-Day, and we'll have a big spotlight on that. Well, that will wrap up today's Y'all Show. Thank you for listening. We'll be right back here tomorrow. You've been listening to the show that's all about the South. You've been listening to Y'all. Hi, I'm Paul. I know what you're thinking. Oh, great. Another wireless ad. I know how you feel. And it seems like they're always full of this complicated, tricky language about their networks and offers and blah, blah, blah. Well, Sprint is going to do things differently and let you decide for yourself. 
with their new 100% total satisfaction guarantee. Try it for 30 days, love it, or your money back. See? Simple. Now get both Sprint's Unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. So switch now. Visit your local Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1 today. 30-day guarantee with new line of service. S10 128 gigabyte, $15 a month after $22.50 a month credit for 18 months credit applied within two bills. The canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 630.20, pay $32 per month per line for five lines with auto pay. Data D prioritization during congestion. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Speed maximums, use rules, $30 activation fee and restrictions apply. Message and data rates may apply. Up to eight messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. Not to brag, but the Purple Mattress is a pretty big deal. And so is our Purple Memorial Day sale. For a limited time, get up to $100 off and a free set of luxury purple sheets when you buy a mattress. That's up to $229 in savings. Our biggest sale ever. What makes Purple such a big deal? It's the only mattress that gives your back the firm support it needs and the soft comfort you crave at the same time. No matter your body type or favorite sleep position, Position. Dreading those hot summer nights? Purple's one-of-a-kind comfort technology naturally stays cool all night so you don't sweat the bed. Not to mention it isolates motion, is non-toxic, and is made right here in the USA. Because the best rest of your life starts on Purple. Don't miss out on Purple's humongous Memorial Day sale. Get $100 off and free sheets by texting TRY to 84888. Shop the best deal yet by texting TRY to 84888. That's T-R-Y to 84888. 